You know, Blake, we no longer stream this show live. So I understand the yes, fact that which is I understand the fact that you wanted to film in pitch darkness with just a candle behind you, but you understand you do still have an audience of one, and it is me forced to watch this fucking midnight society bullshit that you're doing right now. Well, you see, that's why I have the candle so you could at least see me. If I if it was my choice, I would be in the pitch blackness, which is my natural habitat. You did just turn off the camera. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. No, no, I want you to see my face. But I want it to be as dark as possible. <laughs> I want you to work for it. <laughs> Whoa, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time. It's time, it's time for a load. And I'm talking about a load, a load of BS, the show that brings your Hollywood dreams to life, featuring the two best damn men of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E, that's right, it's the man in the dark, Blake Tanner! (laughs) Yes, and your master of October disaster himself, it is the S! Scotty Moore. Ah, uh, fuck. It, it is the spooky month, ain't it? My idea ain't spooky at all. Shit. Oh, shit, man. I was supposed to do a spooky idea. I didn't do shit. <laughs> we got three more weeks. Okay, so maybe we don't do spooky ideas this week and next week. And then the last two weeks of October, we go full kilt into Halloween. Yeah. So here's my idea this week. And... It's something I want to do, but we can also turn it into a movie. But it was, I'm, I, when you come down to Oxford and you're like, hey, bud, where should we go? Hey, bud, where, where, what location should we go eat food at? You have to stop doing crafts, man, if we're going to get anywhere on this podcast tonight. No, no, like if any, if, if an old friend comes to my hometown and they're like, hey, Scotty. Where is a good place, a location for me to eat and feed my family? I will always say Betty's Barbecue, home of the best fried chicken on the planet. And I, uh-huh. I, I thought about this and I realized like one day I do want to move away from Oxford. I don't know if I don't want to go as far as like Orlando, but I wouldn't mind like on the outskirts of Atlanta. Oh, I felt myself slip into crafts, man. <laughs> I felt it happen. I felt myself be like, I could move out to Atlanta and work with the with the Warner Brothers people or go up to Nashville and sing like a Johnny Cash. <laughs> like I just oh, No, I just I, I just I knew one day I would move to a place where I would not be able to every day if I wanted eat good good fried chicken (laughs) and i know it's not just fried chicken like there is some seasoning in there i don't know what it is i i think it is eastern inspired because someone had like some chinese food near me one day and i went that smells like betty's y'all and they're like this is not this is shrimp fried rice and i'm like that's not betty's at all what so i think there's something in there with that kind of seasoning then also the bread. I mean, maybe it could just be sesame. It is not sesame. There's not sesame in this chicken. 
You ever smell sesame oil? You, we're going, at this point, we're just going to make a YouTube video where we eat. Fuck. I'm trying not to. I'm going to have to do the exact opposite of Craftsman Voice, which is John Mulaney, and try to get the in-between. We are going to have so, to go. We're going to have to go. sesame oil. So we're going to have to go to Betty's and eat a lot of their chicken. Now follow me. We will get very sick, but also we will learn the recipe. But I thought, like, if if I do choose to move away, could I call them and just ask for, like, is that a thing? If you call a local restaurant, will they just be like, oh yeah, fam, here you go? Or do you think I would need to be on, like, a, a first name basis with the owner before I got the great chicken secrets? You know what? Unless they are a place that prides themselves on their secret recipe, then you probably could. But this place, I don't know. I smell a heist. Thank you for leading into my idea, which is, of course, chicken heist, where just like some dudes really enjoy the way a certain fried chicken place makes their chicken and they try to heist the secret. I am just making plankton from Spongebob right now. Spongebob, yeah. That is that is what he does, except it is a hamburger instead of the fried chicken. But I, I like fried chicken better, because I, I like fried chicken better. I, I, I really do. Um, But I thought if you if we want, if we want to go a little bit more brand, because we're not very brand friendly on this show. Um, uh, unless the brand for, for good reason, I think they don't pay us nothing. Uh, unless the brand is Fast and the Furious, we are not brand friendly. So I'm thinking, let's get, let's. <laughs> and even then, our brand friendly version is giving your next movie a character named Fuck Butt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, let's get a little brand friendly. Let why don't we send two top agents? To steal the 13 herbs and spices from KFC. Okay. Actually, hold on. Do you have... Before we do this, what are the 13 herbs and spices? Because one day we did discover the fact that Dr. Pepper's... All their flavors are just fucking out there. Alright, wait, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck? What the fuck, you cowards? The original... Oh, wait. Have I been... Was I saying it wrong? Is it 11 herbs and spices? I think it's 11. Okay, okay, because for a minute, I was about to get mad at Wikipedia just giving me 11, and I'm like, hold on now. There are two more. No, yeah, it's definitely 11. My 11 secret herbs and spices. Okay. I'm the new Kentucky Colonel. We're still doing this bit. Hi, everybody. I'm the Colonel, and I want to introduce you to my delicious 11 herbs and spices. My family prized this recipe, which is why I put it on chicken and then cover that chicken in mashed potatoes and corn and sin. I am the Colonel. And I am also the colonel. Buy my fucking chicken, coward. Okay, Blake, would you like to uh, uh, like to try to guess the eleven herbs and spices? Okay. Salt. That is number one on the board. Number one on the board. 
Go into the Tanner family. All right, um, Mama Tanner. Mama Tanner, you're up next. Um, how are you? Uh, 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 garlic. Um, uh, they're asking. Uh, they're asking for you to be more specific. Garlic powder. Ah, incorrect. Uh-oh. All right, let's go down onto uh, little Jimmy Tanner. Pepper. <laughs> Fuck, old Jimmy Tanner. Um, and then uh, actually, two dings happen because it has white pepper and black pepper. So I will give you. In fact, you know what, Mama Tanner, you're back in it. It's got garlic salt. Which, hey y'all, there's already salt. You don't need more salt. <laughs> That's just an excuse to put extra salt in your fucking chicken. Okay, so you've got salt. Uh, black pepper, white pepper, and uh, and garlic salt. Uh, now going on to uh, gr- uh, Grandpa, Grandpa Tanner at the number four position. Yes, oh gosh, oh dear, I cayenne pepper. Fuck, dude, you know incorrect. That is way too spicy for this. And uh, now at the back of the table, number five, uh, Uncle Billy Tanner. Oh, man, paprika. Correct. There is paprika in it. We've got five down, six to go. Back up to Blake Tanner at the top of the board. Oh, God, Jesus. Do we have to do the whole thing? Um, Okay, so let's see. I did onion powder. Onion powder. Eh, Incorrect. Okay, you've only got one X left or else the um, Craftsman family will have a chance to steal. Uh, I feel like this is cheating because the Craftsman family has it in front of them. (laughs) On to uh, Mama Tanner. Mama Tanner, would you like to make a guess? Uh, 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 MSG. Um... I, in 2016, apparently, somebody tried to make it with MSG, but it is not part of the original 11 herbs and spices, so, eh, over to the Craftsman family. Craftsman, how are you doing? Hey, man, you should guess, uh, fire. No, man, you need to guess, like, you need to guess, like, uh, barbecue sauce. I don't think that's an herb or a spice. Okay, <laughs> okay, I think we've locked in our answer, and it is, um... Lowry seasoning salt. Incorrect. <laughs> it does not have Lowry's <laughs> seasoning salt in it. Uh, no, what we are looking for, you really weren't focused heavy on them herbs, is the thing. You missed thyme, oh, yeah. basil, oregano, celery salt, dry mustard, uh, you got paprika, and then, surprisingly... Now, now hold on. Three types of salt. Yes! Three types of salt. And uh, finally, uh, ground ginger, which is a shocker, I think. That is interesting. I I wouldn't have pegged that for being in KFC, but then again, KFC is bland and uninteresting by the time they cook it, so sorry. Sorry if about If I probably you. put all of those things together and made my own chicken breading, it would be great. Can we do that one day? <laughs> Can we do that one day? Just make some fucking chicken out of a craftsman's different seasonings? Um, yeah. Hey, craftsman, I'll bring some. 
Let's do this. We're going to put a bunch of Lowry seasoning salt and some chicken. I bet you it's better than anything Colonel Mustard or what the fuck ever's coming up with. You know, I, I think that goes kind of counterproductive. You know what? We'll make two batches. We'll make two batches, Craftsman. Let's do All this. All right. Well, you and Craftsman now have plans to go make chicken. Now we have to make a movie based around. I guess since it's fucking public knowledge, we got to go with a local chicken restaurant. Yeah, we already heisted the uh, the KFC recipe, so, I mean, is the episode over? I mean, nah, it wasn't that. We can't, we can't just release a 15-minute episode of Family Feud and call it a day. <laughs> I believe we almost did that once when we made our Thanksgiving uh, televised game show. Oh, yeah. All right, so what do we do? What are we doing here? So obviously it's a heist. Why are they wanting the the chicken recipe? Is there perhaps a relative dying and they live very far away and all they need is this to eat this chicken one last time, but they know if they order it from this restaurant, it'll be cold by the time they get there. It has to be pure. It's got to be the pure chicken. Well... The first thing I would say is the easiest course of action is to buy your dying relative an air fryer, because that can reheat fried chicken perfectly. And also, after they die, you get the air fryer. Hi, Craftman back here. Who the fuck are you (laughs) to tell this dying man to put fried chicken in an air fryer? It's just a convection oven, and I will die on this hill. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what the best way to reheat food is? A fucking convection oven. There, I said it. So wait, so don't be all hipstery with your fucking fancy air fryer. Just put it in the fucking oven. Just put your chicken in the, put your shame chicken in the oven and give it to your fucking dead relatives. (laughs) Shove it in his mouth. but do you want an oven that takes 15 minutes to preheat or one that takes three? You preheat? What kind of fucking, you used to be... You used to be a fucking rebel, man. What happened to you? You preheat? Listen. I don't preheat shit. I'm like, okay, it preheats in eight minutes, put the pizza in. And then by the time the oven preheats, the pizza's done. I'm good. Uh, Listen here, fucko. I am a family man now. I own my own house. I don't have a wife and child like you, but I had to settle down. You used to be somebody, man. And then you started fucking pre-eating your ovens and using air fryers, you coward. I got out of the game, Scotty. I got out of the game. And that's how this fucking heist movie starts. You trying to get me back into the game to steal this chicken recipe. I don't know. I think it just, I want a Logan Lucky situation where it's just like two good old boys who want to learn the secrets of big chicken. So how about in this world there is, okay, we know the 11 herbs and spices in this fictional, I don't know why it never crossed my mind, like, well, fuck, we know what it is. We can't use it anymore. (laughs) We can't use this concept because we know that they put three types of salt in their chicken. Uh, Also because, um... If we want to go with dying relative, then we could just find a local KFC, right? KFC's a countrywide chain, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, Kentucky mostly, but like everywhere, baby. KFC is huge. All right. So, I think... Oh, 
Could we steal the Chick-fil-A recipe and distribute it to, like, people that care? <laughs> um, well, uh, that one I already knew, know, too. Fry it in fucking peanut oil, you cowards. Is it worth that? Is it worth the deaths of numerous people for you to get your god chicken, you cowards? Also, sprinkle a little bit of uh, sugar in the bread and caramelizes it up real nice. And it still tastes fucking ten times worse than Popeye's. This is just gonna be us talking about what- Which is a- yeah, that is very true. I can't think of the last time I had Chick-fil-A over Popeye's. And we'll see, like- I get Popeye's delivered. That was the one argument, because apparently once you have a child, Popeye's- or uh, Chick-fil-A becomes everyone's favorite go-to- I don't know why, but it just it just happens. Like I'm not going insane here, right? It's just like if you see a Chick Fil A, you see families. Like it's nothing but families in there. It's like a curse. And I had to put my foot down when a baby was coming and said, "No, we will not do Chick Fil A in this house. We are a Popeyes household. If the child cannot handle the spicy breading, it is not mine. So you fucking deal with this." See, that's the bad thing. About, like, growing up when we did, because for me, Chick-fil-A was uh, a treat. There was not a Chick-fil-A close by, so I had to eat McDonald's chicken nuggets, which are still the best chicken nuggets. See, with with me, my treat place was uh, Olive Garden. I was a very fancy five, five-year-old. Nope. <laughs> Have you had the spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's yet? No, we've talked about it, and I'm on ke- the ketogenic diet, you piece of shit. Oh... Oh, I hate that for you, because they're so crispy. Hey, Blake. They are twice as good as Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. Oh, well, those aren't good. The the chicken... We can't oh. keep doing this! We can't <laughs> keep doing this! This is a fucking podcast where we make a movie, and it's Logan Lucky, but it's a chicken restaurant. I think that this is what the movie is. It's going to be a lot of inane conversation like a Quentin Tarantino movie, like, interspliced with these action segments. Okay, I think our 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 main characters are, uh, body and skake. <laughs> it's body and skake, manor and tour, and they- Body and skake is the- Probably the most creative way someone has, like, fucked with our names. Also, it's my favorite dance move, the body and skank. (laughs) So, I think they need to be working at the chicken restaurant. And I think they both need to be get- They both need to be get fired. And their big plan is- Be get fired. Man, what we're gonna fucking do is we're gonna steal us the secret recipe because they're both uh, cashiers. They're they're not allowed in the back where the recipe is. We're gonna steal the fucking secret recipe, open our own chicken restaurant. Isn't this the plot of Good Burger? It's the opposite of the plot of Good Burger because we're the good guys. Okay, okay so they have to save something in Good Burger, right? Yeah, it's they have Good Burger. Is they have a cat or. What's his name? Because it's not Kel Mitchell, but it's Kel Mitchell. Yeah, you could just call his him Kel. Ed. His name is Ed. Ed makes a secret sauce that goes very good on burgers, so he makes a giant vat of it. And then Mondo Burger... Fuck, you can't keep doing this to me. 
You can't keep... And then there's a scene where they put lethal poison inside the Ed sauce, and it's horrified me to this day. Anyways, back to our plot. It's the opposite of Good Burger. Fuck you. I am amazed that they were able to turn um, a skit from all that into a bad movie. Anyway. You watch your tone. You watch your tone. Is this how you're wanting this episode to go? You just being a dirty boy the whole time? Is that what you're wanting? You're, you're just wanting to be a little sassy boy this whole episode? I would also like to say now you're the one derailing us. You're the one who called Good Burger a bad movie. It says it in the name. Good. Good Burger. It's a good movie. Fuck you. I bought six copies of Good Burger once out of the $5 bin. Gave it to my whole family for Christmas. There is not a family Why? household in the more there is not a household in the more family that does not contain a good burger DVD now. That is a great way to spend thirty dollars on Christmas presents. Um Okay. So <laughs> they need to st- what's I I get I mean like it sucks because sometimes the most simple plots are the best ones and it's just two good old boys trying to steal a chicken recipe. Chicken recipe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to pad it out a little bit for you, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need a we need some struggle. Like, there has to be some struggle involved. I don't like... Because obviously we're making a comedy, and unfortunately that does lead to the least funny episodes, ironically, when we try to make a comedy. I guess that's true, huh? Our dramas are much more funny than our com. We're like Shakespeare! Right? <laughs> oh shit! Shakespeare the modern era, loaded BS! I wonder how many listeners we've lost already. Bye, India. Anyways, um, so... So we need a villain. Who's our... I mean, obviously, I guess the manager of the chicken restaurant. Could there be... What about this? Oh, my God. This would be very inspirational. I'm just writing the end of the film in my head right now. So the whole idea about the 11 herbs and spices and all that special seasonings is they come to them prepackaged in a bag that the manager makes. Only the manager, the owner of the store, knows about it. And so, but, and I I lied earlier, they are not cashiers, they are line cooks. They're always cooking in the back, but also they come out front. They help their customers, like, hey, can I get you some fried chicken? Thank you. Okay, I'll be back. And then he goes and makes the chicken, comes back. Hello, good sir. (laughs) How can I help you with your chicken needs today? That's the villain, is portrayed by John Mulaney. I own Chicken Corp, and every single strip that comes out of this place has been touched by me. I touch every piece of chicken. With my penis. With my bare fucking hands, you coward. Um, But here's the end of the film, is they finally break in, they've overcome everything, and they open and they reveal... That the uh, alleged secret spices are just garlic powder, paprika, salt, and pepper. And the reason why people keep coming back for this good chicken, it's not because of them spices. It's because of love that's put in from our two main good, good old boys. Meaning that it don't matter what they put on their chicken, people are going to come get them because they love them. Boom! So what was okay. awesome this week? No. Oh, well, so 
That that that's great for our one restaurant, but are we back to it being like this single one restaurant in a small town that's very famous, or are we doing a chain now? Because it kind of falls apart when you put it in a chain situation. I think, yeah, no, no, I think it is just like one big chicken restaurant, but everybody constantly visits it, and I think like our john mulaney the manager is just getting a little too big for his britches he's getting plans to open a second location and because of that he's like well because of the new location you see i'm having to you know spend a lot of money on uh designs and graphic designers and a new entire fucking building so i'm going to have to fire both of you so you need to, um, you know, get out. And that's why he fires them at the beginning. But, but Mr. Chickwitch, we've been with you since day one. I'm sorry, could you repeat my name one more time? <laughs> Mr. Chickwitch? Oh, because of chicken, I see. <laughs> chicken... Your your name it's chicken sandwich, right? Chickwitch. I I just thought it was a dumb fucking name that come out of your stupid mouth hole very quick. <laughs> but now I realize that it's a dumb fucking name with a purpose. <laughs> so you don't have to be mean about it. So oh wait so the place is called chick witch and he just assumes that the owner is named mr chick chick witch mr chick witch i need to go on smoke break of course you fucking do they go out for a smoke break and then on the outside he fire you too <laughs> yeah yeah How'd you know? You fired me five minutes ago, man. Why you think I'm out here smoking? Ah, did, brother. I'm sorry. And then just like a random skateboarding teenager. You guys say you got fired? Yeah, man. We got fired. We ain't gonna be working here no more. Oh, that sucks. You guys were the best. (laughs) You guys were the best chicken flippers in the entire state, man. Man, nobody could sling chickens like you. One time, I was starving after a track meet. I ran in. I said, chicken meat. And you flung it right out of the fryer, straight in my mouth. It was dope. Yeah, boss. Oh, you're the guy that we used to shoot chicken nuggets into his mouth, right? Oh, yeah, they call me Chicky Nugs. Ah. God love you, Chicky Nugs. Well, they still call me Nugs, but for a different reason. Do you guys buy weed? Anyways, I would, brother. Uh, yeah, uh, I would, but I uh, just got fired. I can't afford it. I just got it. fired, too, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that really sucks. I mean, I bet if you guys knew that secret recipe, you guys could open up your own place and put Chickwitch out of commission. That's a good fucking idea right there, brother. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> we buy weed from this guy. Have a good time. <laughs> Just has nothing to You thinking what I'm thinking? We buy weed from this motherfucker and then go watch a, go watch a cinema movie. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Hey, you ever seen Good Burger? <laughs> <laughs>
We could pull a reverse good burger. It'd be great. We'll poison the water main. By water main, I mean special sauce recipe. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking out the top of my head, but you know something. I bet if we got that secret seasonings, we could open us a restaurant. And just a few blocks down, there's a new building. Ain't, ain't that the building they're using for the other location? Yeah, but I can. I think what we can do, good brother, is just do a little swoop in at the last minute like a uh, eBay seller on the last day of the bidding, get the building before he does, and then boom, we got a supreme-made building with french fries and fryers and all kinds of shit right there. I, I don't think that's how it works. But okay. I'm tired. Look here, Jibus. Have you dealt with real estaters before? Because I have. And those greedy motherfuckers will take any extra buck they can get, even if they have already sold the location. Are real estaters the ones that take your Nana's home away when she can't pay the mortgage? I've dealt with them before. No, that's Nan Evacuators. That's an exclusive group of vanned individuals that come and abduct Nanas in the night. Oh, I told my daddy that's what that was. That's why I punched him in the face. Had to go on probation for six months. Just for punching him? That was a good, that was a good fucking punch, man. I, I might have shot him in the leg, but I don't know. Okay, now that that tracks a little bit further. <laughs> so now, try to take my name. So now, at this point, I think we need to get into uh, the development of the plan. And I think one of these guys, Jeebus or Cletus, Jeebus and Cletus. Jeebus and Cletus, okay. My mama wanted to name me after the savior of humanity, Jesus Christ, but she spelt it wrong on the birth certificate, so I am now Jeebus Chris. Well, <laughs> uh, my mama's last name is Henderson. That I don't know why she named me Chris. All right, I'm going to Google this reference that you're trying to make right now. Is this just a, a friend? Is this a personal friend from home that you just wanted to fucking fling into the show? No, I just made it up off the top of my head. I don't know why you're going so hard in the paint on this. We got to steal that recipe. Oh, I see. You're referring to former American soccer midfielder Chris Anderson, who earned 79 caps with the U.S. national team. That's a, that's a funny joke right there, buddy. And a reference that I'm sh that's a reference I'm sure everybody gets. No, nah, no, nah, we're like the ones from the Bigfoot movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, are you referring to Three Doors Down, Chris? There's a lot of Chris Hendersons, it appears. <laughs> I wasn't even trying to get off topic on that one. You did that yourself. You're the one who made a fun Chris Henderson joke, and me and the rest of the audience had no idea what it meant. So I just wanted to let them know that Blake Tanner is a huge fan of U.S. soccer and loves him Chris Henderson. 79 caps in the U.S. team. Um, okay, so now I think, which one of them... Wait, also, we need to establish, are you Cletus or Jeebus? I think you know who the fuck I am. They're both dumb names. They both would work. Like, I think uh, Cletus is a more traditional southerner, so I think I'm Cletus. 
and you're just a fucking bag of rocks with legs, and so I think you need the dumb name of Jeebus. Uh, my mama once said that Jesus came and kissed me right after I was born, but he took a little bit more than he was supposed to. <laughs> no! No! That is illegal! <laughs> Oh, gee. Okay, so which one? They said that God dropped me on my head straight from heaven. So I think, fuck, Jeebus Chris is my favorite. Jeebus Chris Anderson is my favorite person right now. And I think, okay, so I think Cletus has like an old girl. An old girl. That's not a dog. That's just like an old girlfriend. They've been broken up for a while. But also, she's now into uh, thieving. She's now that's why I that's why I had to break up with her in the first place. She's stealing the Hope Diamond. She stole five pounds of marijuana from fucking Chicky Nugs. Like they, she's been stealing her whole life, and I understand she ain't had nothing her lo- whole life, so it's easy to take when you ain't got nothing. But also, that was the Hope Diamond. <laughs> Did she steal my daddy's 75 Ford convertible? She stole Because that went missing. She, she stole your Nana and returned her. So we do really need to thank her for that. It was a real Robin Hood situation, but with Nanas. <laughs> oh, I do owe her a lot for that. Okay, I guess we should go stay here. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they show up to... Hey, can we get some chicken on the way there? Yeah, yeah let's stop by fucking Chick Witch. And then they just eat at the restaurant they're trying to take down. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Chuckwitch, for the food. Piece of shit. It's good chicken, ain't it? And they're like, yeah. Sometimes I just like to get the honey mustard packets and drink them. Yeah, you're kind of the fucking worst. I love you, <laughs> but you're the worst. Uh, I think also at this point, this is like a day after. This is a day after they've realized things and realized they have to go to her. And they eat it, but it ain't the same. Like, I think, and in the moment, it'll be chalked up to this whole, like, I'm just so depressed about this place, the chicken don't even taste the same anymore, man. And then also, you see other people. Hey, Cletus? Yeah. Is it just because I did, like, five whippets before we ate, or does chicken taste different? No, brother, I think chicken's gonna be tasting different for a while until we can fucking get the five million dollars to buy that building and make our own. But also, there's gonna be fun little teases, because... You wanna whip it? Yeah, I I did some in the car before I got here, Um, but I think... There needs to be fun teases during this, because this is a smart film for intelligent people, so we never come out and say it. But if you look in the background, you can see people throwing out half-eaten chicken, which never happens. Like, we set that up early in the film. It's like, man, nobody throws out our chicken. They come back bone dry, even the chicken strips. I ain't even know we put bones in them, but they come back bone dry. Uh, but then I put the bones in the chicken strips. Fucking God bless you, Jeebus. My, it's my little surprise. So they get some of the marrow. You know, the marrow reel makes it taste good. You are a fucking yeah. animal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not Cletus anymore. That is Scotty Moore speaking to Blake Tanner as a human on this earth. You are a fucking animal. 
Oh, if you've never tried bone marrow, it'll change your life. Um, I know I've had bone broth, though, which at least is a way to make it sound appetizing and not bone meat. Not the meat of the bone that you have to suck out like a fucking pixie stick of meat. And it tastes like the best burger you've ever had. Best what? I'm not butter. <laughs> best butter you did ever do. I'm thinking that Jeebus Chris is a new, like, tertiary Blake Tanner personality. <laughs> and it's just when he goes hard in the paint about very weird and bizarre food opinions. Uh, listen here, baby mouth. I don't want to hear about what you think about bone marrow because you can't get outside your chicken strip nexus. I have eaten I eat all kinds of things, but I, I don't think the concept of sucking meat out the bone is appetizing to me. Same with your oh, little... Oh, no, but you, butter in your coffee. But your little pervert oysters that you eat... And you're just like, just let it slide down your throat, big man. Oh, really? So pass the tongue and pass the in, the part of your mouth that enjoys food. Just slide that oyster past all of that. And that way it just goes straight to your stomach. Get you're just talking about oysters now. It's not the same. No, no. Because I've, I've, I believe I've seen you eat oysters as well. So I'm just going to take you to task for everything you've ever done in your life. I mean, you're wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> so, wait, about you eating oysters or about it being bad? About everything. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> man, we gotta go visit Belinda later today. And I think, uh, this is a real... Honestly, it, we're kind of making Alabama letter Kenny at this point. Like, the first season would be them about trying to open their own chicken joint, but also there's a wonderful series of other casts and characters, like the heavy metal kids who hang outside the books a million and get arrested once a week. Yeah, oh, that sounds like you're pulling from real life experience there. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, you know Nugs has got to have a B-plot in, like, half the episodes. I think he's part of it. I think he's part of the, the Books A Million crew. Because, like, I'm not saying I was or wasn't part of a Books A Million crew, but the thing is, we were actually very nice to most people. And that way, we became friends with fucking everybody. Homeless Joe that buys you cigarettes? That's my friend. The fucking chicken nugget employee? That's my friend. That's how you get free shit from them. So, that sounds manipulative. I did enjoy their company, but also I did get free shit. I'm sorry I'm late, y'all. I had to bail old Nugs out of jail again. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I kind of want to sh- I want to shift now. I want to shift now to a ch- like a, a slice of life chicken restaurant thing, but also they get fired and they're trying to build their own chicken restaurant. So like beginning of the season, I don't think they know what they're doing. I do think that they are set up in a rickety lemonade stand esque piece of shit on the side of the road with a deep fat fryer on top of it. I think that, oh, this is great, actually, because they start their own chicken restaurant first. And the thing that they don't realize while they're doing all this high stuff and planning is that they're getting more popular every day. 
Yeah, at one point they're just like, man, one day we're going to have enough to complete our heist and steal the recipe so we can make a million dollars. Meanwhile, they're counting out millions of dollars. Dollars. Hey, y'all. Look at what I got. I got one of the new Teslas. Okay, so Teslas? <laughs> like, at one point, someone looks at him like, you realize you have enough money to buy the restaurant now, right? Yeah, but we ain't got the recipe. Why buy the restaurant if we ain't got nothing to put in it outside of our sad chicken? Yeah. That's the- hold on. That's the name of their booth, by the way, is definitely Sad Chicken. Like, they're actively advertising the chicken to be bad, but hipsters come and hipsters love it. Hey, Cletus, can I have 2.5 mil to, like, dump into some investments into Apple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, don't fucking, look, don't. You dare buy Bitcoin with this. Last time I did this, I gave you Bitcoin. You got you came back with Bitcoin, which is a little bit like Jack motherfucking selling some beans and coming or selling a cow and coming back with some fucking beans. The only difference is yours didn't grow a beanstalk. It grew bullshit. Yeah, but look how much it's worth right now. That says two dollars and three cents. I gave you... It's a negative 700% return on investments, what it is. <laughs> That's good. No, he says, it's 700% return. No. That's negative 700%. Okay. I love this sh- I want to. I want to fucking pitch this to, like, Adult Swim. Which I say about a lot of our shit. But I love this, like... Because I want it to be very... Bur- it would be our Birmingham love note. So yes, there would there'd still be a couple of good old boys, but also there'd be the smart ones. There would be the angry ones. <laughs> there would be the drunkards. So like maybe we get fired from like a Hattie Bees. We get like something that's big but not that big. So like that's the end of the se- uh, seasoning. Is we have to end of the seasoning. Uh, end of the, yep, you got it. End of the se- it. season. Season in one. Is we have to go to uh, Nashville to the original Hattie B's because that's where they keep the secret recipe for the chicken. And then that's when we learned it was inside a solid log. Now, hold on. I love the idea that it's like, all right, you guys have done good stuff being our other cooks because we had to hire about seven people now. And uh, y'all been keeping up real good. We're going to go learn the secret recipes. So you guys, you just keep this up. And uh, we're going to, we'll be back with the money. I mean, honestly. Jeebus, you know you don't have to leave. Like, we are, we we built a new locate. We didn't even have to buy the one you were talking about. We just built one. Oh, my God. No, no, no. What you're doing is season two. Season one has to be good old boys making good old-fashioned yeah. American fried chicken. And, uh, no, I saw you hurt yourself. I don't care how dark yeah. it is. I saw I saw that Blake Tanner got a little cocky and decided to turn off his lights because he had some nice candles. And turns out in the dark you can't see things that'll fucking hurt you. That doesn't help. Do you know how often I bump my mic? <laughs> okay, so the end of the season they realize it's in them all along and they finally get the inspiration to build their own restaurant problem is it's also a superpower season two 
they start hiring people, none of them can make the chicken right. So it's a real, I think they need to become, and this is what they have to learn, is when to say no. Because season two is all about them building bigger and better. But the problem is the quality of the food is getting worse, as is the case with every restaurant ever. Um, So that happens. And at the end, they kind of have to relegate themselves to becoming a... Because you've never been to Austin, Texas, correct? Uh, No. But you are aware of the fact that there are barbecue joints that basically are just like in a shitty little trailer and will have lines for miles. That's what this place is. Just massive lines of people and two brothers doing their work, doing what they can. Yeah. Now, listen, I do want to say, though, Texas barbecue may get all the popularity, but guess what? Every southeastern state is known for a different type of barbecue. I cannot get out of this accent right now, so just bear with me. Um, And Alabama barbecue is real damn good. It's just we don't have the population density to get lines out the door. They're still what? real popular. What, 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 what barbecue joints are you thinking of in Alabama that ain't chain? Oh, there's this fucking great place up uh, north here in Hayden called Top Hat. Okay, okay. Um, there is the Green Top Barbecue in Summerton, Alabama, on Green Top Hill. Um, one of the most popular places within the uh, Tri-County area. I also do realize I did start this whole episode out by talking about Betty's Barbecue, a place that I would recommend to anybody, so oopsie poopsies, I get it. Um <laughs> I don't know. I ain't never been. No, fuck. This is just the truth we're going to have to live in for this episode is that our good old boy is coming out. But I, I ain't never had it. Well, that's the thing. We had to get rid of these accents at one point, And all it takes is just a gentle nudge to get us right back in there. I wasn't even trying. It's like the ding dang joker. All it takes is a little push and you fall into a well of insanity. <laughs> Um, but no, when I went to Austin and I got real fucking drunk and woke up hungover the night, I was so hungover I couldn't even smoke a cigarette, which is usually what most people do first thing after a hangover is smoke a cigarette. So I did that, but then I walked to Stubbs Barbecue, the original Stubbs Barbecue, and sweetheart, I ain't never had a better time in my life than sitting there hungover, as that poor waitress sitting at the bar was like, do you want a little hair of the dog? Fuck, fuck yes, firstly, but secondly, what y'all got for dessert? Oh, we got banana pudding. Oh, can we just talk? I also can we just talk about banana pudding for ten minutes? And she did. We just talked about banana pudding for ten minutes. First of all, I really would like to uh, just let you know that in the middle of that, you switched from good old boy to Southern Belle like that, <laughs> and it was wonderful. No, no, that that is part of my Southern charm. Yeah, I've got the good old boy, but also like sweetheart. If yeah, if I go Southern, I'm a draw. I'm gonna throw in a sweetheart and a honey every once in a while. You just know it. Yeah, honey, I know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Um. So. Listen here, sweet baby thing, I got you. You know the beauty of what we've done today is the fact that since it's a a series, an episodic series, we don't have to have an end. (laughs) Because we're just waiting for that season renewal. We're just waiting for it to come back. Yeah, we're going to be one of those shows that really outstays its welcome. We're going to be the Big Bang Theory of Birmingham Bang Theory. What? 
<laughs> Big Birmingham theory. So, um, oh. okay, what other characters do we want? Because we've got the uh, the Bam Boys, which are, of course, the emo kids that hang outside Books A Million, featuring their leader, Chicky Nugs. I think that we need to have one, like, we need to have, like, the straight man stereotype in one of these characters that's, like, always there as kind of our tertiary character, maybe even, like, the third or fourth main character that's just, like... I am always dumbfounded at their success. Well, not only I actually don't want that. I would prefer a uh, roommate, a roommate character. Oh, no, I was about I was I hate it because I was about to describe a different friend of ours. But as I was hearing it back in my head, I realized I was about to describe your actual roommate. But I need (laughs) you. I I just do, whether you want to go off of him or another big bearded boy we know, I just want a real weird fucker who hangs out with them constantly and is like, he's the one that brings them back down from their success. Like, he's the one who just kind of grounds them because they're like, well, we ain't as fucking weird as this guy, so... I, I really think it needs to be our bearded friend, because then we could also bring in all of his occult side stories. Yes! With the fact that he is, like, part of some kind of ritualistic death cult. Well, I mean, like, my, the first time I met him, I thought he was, in fact, the the famed Russian Rasputin, Ra Ra Rasputin. And so, like, that's that's a running gag is the fact that uh fucking uh Jankum or whatever my character's name is thinks that he is in fact Rasputin. Um okay, so we got- Hey guys. Yeah, um just uh just give me a uh just some uh just some uh chicken fingers today. I don't have time to sit around for long. I've got a real big ritual to get to tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh what? Oh me- Love you boys. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say about a oh I've got a meeting to get to later tonight. So like he's part of it. Um Hey, uh do you guys uh, uh weird question, but do you guys have uh any extra chicken blood? No, just do you guys have any bones? Yeah, we got some from like the, the wings if you want some chicken wing bones. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. What? And then he just walks out. <laughs> uh, I got the neck bones if you want them. I save them. They're crunchy. Chicken neck bones? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> Turns and walks out. <laughs> so that one, uh, I, obviously the ex-wife character who's also helps them because she's a thief. Actually, I like the idea that she is in jail and he doesn't... Oh my god, this is a fun dichotomy for a scene, and it is the fact that she is in jail, but she has also divorced him, but he has not gotten over it, so he still visits her in the slammer, and it's always uncomfortable. Chad, honey, why are you back again? Oh my god, what if the arguments are all about how he's a screw-up, and how his life is going wrong, and it's just like, honey, you're in jail. You ain't gotten done. Oh no, that's the... That's the opening bit for her intro. So, like, at the end of one episode, we say, I gotta see my ex-wife. And then, boom. It just cold opens. He looks like he's on the other side of, like, a um, a fucking, like, a prison, uh, you know, those glass walls. Yeah. With the telephone. And she's just reaming him on how big of a fuck-up he is and how terrible everything has gone in his life. And at the end, she hangs up the phone and goes back. <laughs> into like it into custody to her, 
Yeah, it smash cuts to her, and she's the one that's wearing the convict outfit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got them. I want to, like I said, though, I want this to be a love letter to Birmingham. So I can our, I, I kind of want to, instead of doing the Bam Boys, because that's more of like a small town thing, could they just be weird local artists? Could that be our theater friends, essentially? Because we also were friendly to the chicken nuggy people. No, I think that they, I think that they have a place that are good, that fill um, part of our good old boys' hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got them. Uh, we've got the evil John Mulaney, Mr. McNug, or whatever we named him. I cannot wait for the side plot, though, for the artist friends to ask our good old boys to be in a play. Yes, yes, that's, a, or it would only be one of them, because, like, the other one has to go off and have the main plot of the episode. <sighs> to be, or not to be. Because I, I do want it to have a letter... Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous torture, or by opposing in them. Oh, I, you went out of the accent, and I was like, it'd be fucking phenomenal if he lost his accent in the middle of the performance. Um, I, I kind of want it to be a group. Like, I want kind of an It's Always Sunny group, now that we're expanding the team. So we've got... Uh-huh. Jeebus and Cletus, we've got, uh, we just call him Raz, which is short for Rasputin. He insists yeah. his name is, insert name of our friend here. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of like, uh, he's got a little bit of Creed from The Office going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, well, then we can't make him that weird. We can't make him, if he's part of the main five, he can't be that weird. Well, he maybe he's just right off because he needs to be weird. Like I was he, saying, he more, needs like, to more be like, the same level of character as Creed Bratton from The Office. I was thinking more like Charlie from It's Always Sunny, where it's just like, yeah, he's a part of the group, but also he is still fucking weird. Because all of them are going to be fucking weird. It's just like a, a different level of weird. Um, the ex-wife is just one that we visit randomly. I hate stealing from both Letter Kenny and It's Always Sunny, but someone's sister. One, I guess, Jeebus's sister, because Cletus already has a, a, a female connector connection. Um, you could have the successful friend who's like getting their PhD in whatever. Well, no, no, no. We can't. We cannot have any of the people in the main group be successful. Now, if we want to no, have no, I, what uh, by by successful, I mean they're still getting their PhD. After seven years. No, no. Then if we're doing that gimmick, not PhD, just like BA. BA in, yeah, like a BA in graphic design. Yeah. Seven years, seven year freshman has been there forever. <laughs> so equally a fuck up. And then, um, I think just like the craftsman as just like a general character. The craftsman who works in like a, a wood shop next to their apartment building, and they just go to him, and he's like just like an old wizened, uh, fancy lad who teaches them ways of the world. Like he is the one who gives the, uh, like the what the story's all about is the craftsman. 
You just really wanted to get the Craftsman in there, didn't you? I do, and I did. I just knew I wanted an older character to round out the group because I am just straight up ripping off It's Always Sunny and Letterkenny at this point. So I just wanted an older individual to round off the group. And then I thought, oh, well, Letterkenny doesn't have five. It's got four main people. So why don't we just make the fifth one Craftsman and make him an old wizard? An old wizard who just shows up and is like, the chicken is not what's important. It's what's in your heart. Anyway, help me out with this. And then like he's starting up some weird project. And by the way, he says oh, that there's a there's a there's a stint in my heart. Is that what makes the chicken good? Help me out with this boy. And then it's like <laughs> But by the way, the whole the the chicken isn't what's important, it's what's in your heart. He says that in episode one. And, yeah. and yet, it becomes the crux of the entire season. It's just like the passion these men have for their good, good fried chicken and the excitement they have moving forward. Hey, 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 Cletus, I just realized what the craftsman meant. He said it was inside our hearts all the time, and I just got back from the doctor. My doctor told me my heart was full of cholesterol. We got to put fat on these chickens. Gotta put fat on the chicken. You got it. We're gonna be rich. I want to make this now. I don't know if it would be like an online animated short form. Could we do Quibi? Quibi, do you need new shows? Probably at this point. <laughs> Adult Swim. Somebody. Hit us up. Um, I don't know. I, I really like this. What's the name of it? Chicken Picking. Mmm. We're close. You're somewhere. You included the word chicken. <laughs> what was it? What was it? Chickwitch? I don't know. Chickwitch is just... A, it's a funny name, but it's not marketable. It's not marketable. Clucked up. All clucked up. That sounds like it's already been used before. Let me look that. No, no, I'll take care of it while you continue to brainstorm, because I'm fairly sure it is the restaurant... We went to, um, the first thing that has come up is Captain Cluck from Angry Birds plush cartoons. So it looks like we're kind of good on all clucked up. The only problem is I hate it. Um, maybe. Cluckers? I do like clucked though. Cluckers? Clucks. Okay, hold on. There's got to be. It's... I do love that, but I really want to add. What's what? I'm now just looking up cucks and phrases involving cucks and just where I can put <laughs> it in. Young, young clucks. Okay, because I was about to say cluck olds. No, no, that's too. And I'm fairly sure we've already used that as an episode title in the past. Um, we, yep. This is now officially. I'm fairly sure this is now officially the third episode that we've made that does have cluck in the title. Oh wait, I believe cucking and jiving, not clucking and jiving, was the first one. Oh, so we're good there. But then we've definitely had numerous cluck old based puns on this show but yeah i like young clucks because uh it does sound like young cucks which is equally funny so we play on words if you will so adult swim get at us young clucks 
It could be an animated series a la Squidbillies. It could be a live action fucking It's Always Sunny thing. Whatever you need, Adult Swim, we'll do it. If you look at us, we could be the main characters. We don't fucking care. We'll act in it. We'll act right direct. Hey, I've, you just consider this last hour of time that we have spent on this Mortal Coral as my uh, audition tape. At, this has been our pitch meeting, audition tape, and fuck you, we're making it. You got no choice. Adult Swim, we're making it, and you gotta send us money to do it. I got chicken fat in my beard. Okay. You are a shame of God walking this earth doomed to repeat all of his mistakes. <laughs> I, that is my favorite part about the show is definitely Cletus just constantly... <laughs> A, getting fed up, but then instantly insulting Jeebus to a point where you're kind of like, I'm on Jeebus' side now. <laughs> well, it, it like he goes off on a minute-long tirade, and in the back you just hear, Cletus, order on 347 up. You gotta go, bud. Come on. And then Jeebus is like, 7 up, got it. And then she starts getting drinks. No, fuck, <laughs> damn it. All right, but like, what was awesome this week? Fresh apple pie. Craftsman. I teased it. I already said it. Craftsman. Got aguas. You got the free range chicken. Craftsman. Got aguas. Craftsman. All right. Where can people find you on the internet? Where can Adult Swim contact us? Uh, at a load of pure BS at gmail.com. Just send the money in the mail. Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on uh, the Bird app. You can find me on the Darkroom Vidya uh, on YouTube. And you can find me here at Cl Young Clucks on whatever streaming service picks us up. VRV, get at us. No, not VRV. <laughs> fucking. Um, uh, fucking. <laughs> CISO, baby, pick us up. Hey, if CISO's dead. Hey, if you fried up that Twitter bird, what you think it tastes like? Blue. Probably tastes like racism. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I've been on that website a lot. One half of it's gonna taste like racism, the other half you bite into it, and it's a fucking rainbow. I prefer that end of it, but it's, you know, it's bad for most people. <laughs> Ever tell you about the time I put my hand in the fryer because I thought it tastes good? And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. Uh, check out my brand new podcast, Fun Fiction, where we take movies, media, our favorite shit, and make stuff out of it. Uh, our, we're starting our Halloween early with a episode on it. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the sequel. I read the synopsis, and boy. An uncomfortable amount of kid fucking in that. And you can listen to that and all the other podcasts at loadedpurebs.com. Also remember to go to the Audioverse Awards and vote for the many adventures of Sammy Magic. We're nominated for the best new storytelling production, and I am nominated for the best new storyteller. And you can do that at the audioverseawards.com. Blake, do the other plug while I look this up. <laughs> Special thanks to Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes for our theme song, Ric Flair, off of their album, Tom McGuire and the Brass Holes. I love Ric Flair! Uh, Style profile! 
and cooking and jiving. Cooking. And uh, of course, uh, it's audio it's audioverseawards.net. So go vote there for the mini adventures of Sammy Magic. And of course, remember to support us on Patreon dot com slash a load of bs get access to exclusive content from all of our shows or if you want to support us and get a really dope piece of merchandise you can get it at merch.loadofpurebs.com but as always remember to follow blake and me on twitter at a load of pure bs except no substitutes and we will see you next week <laughs>